a real man knows when it's time. When it's time to ride into town and confront the mayor because Sheriff Burnett was mean to me and he hurt my hand and he said not to steal apples on another exciting episode of the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. Cowboy Wait, Governor. Know that I'm coming correct. Let me talk to you guys about something that, that, that you can do both drunk and high that is extremely pleasant. I think our podcast needs a budget for guns. Well, shoot, dang. Don't tell me all these fucking numbers. Cowboy. What is it with this fucking podcast? Boys and baby girls, it's your host, Cam Beasy Barry. Joining us on the podcast today, Sebastian McCabe, studio engineer. Yeah, hey, back uh, back in it, you know, just been working a lot, too much, but uh, quit one of my jobs recently, so, you know. Is it too early to market you as the most elusive studio engineer now? I don't know if that would be good for my future employment. <laughs> F that noise, man, you elusive AF. Also joining us, Monterey Bay comic and show producer, Michael Booth. What's up, dude? Oh, thanks for joining us. And folks, we got a special ghost first time on the podcast, Santa Cruz comic and executive show producer, Harag <laughs> Tarbidian. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining us, Harag. Coming yeah. down to humble Marina, California. You're right. Did you stop for some taco shaka burrito? I did not, but I definitely came with my coronavirus. Okay, that's all. That's all we <laughs> ask. Cough all over that the is mic. all we ask. <laughs> Honestly, I'm fine with anybody's coronavirus as long as they're not taking it on a plane. That's where I draw the line. I've set that limit. Yeah, keep it to yourself, dude. Yeah, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> hey, honestly, my country's got enough problems. Like, we're paying for our welfare and we're paying for your stuff. Like, let us have our own coronavirus. I, uh, but people from here now are flying back. Now they should stay here. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm for that. I'm Manifest Destiny kind of guy. Get that was my him, Get them out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's go. What did I just ours. walk in on? What is happening? Like, I think our, <laughs> I'm just saying our American strain of coronavirus <laughs> is Bro, you've been great this whole entire time. And out of nowhere, just the most casual slip of, I'm a Manifest Destiny kind of guy. Like, yeah. you, that, what? Like, you didn't realize this was a, basically a giant MAGA campaign we're running here? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm wow. Playing. I'm playing. I'm oh, playing. Oh, <laughs> this is... Full booze. This is how you get us. This is <laughs> Someone has to be the contrarian. Oh, we're based in California. Funny. They're gonna think we're liberal AM. Okay, so uh. let's talk about the most important <laughs> things right off the top. So this is this this episode marked kind of a special thing that happened. Because last month we made a very competitive argument with the uh, the missing host here. It was a bet mm-hmm. that he could not stay healthy for one full <laughs> month he had missed so many things we were sure it was coronavirus and we're like okay dude you've got to stop missing these things and so he's like dude if i don't miss one single show in february i get to direct and host my own episode you guys can't say shit and we were like dude it's be all the stuff anthony loves most is probably gonna be basically one like 30 minute rap video without any music so i was like okay I whatever if you want it that way it's gonna be that way you just gotta not be sick this mother effort pulled up he freaking he took all the, what do they call the stuff you mix up in the orange juice and you got to drink it. Oh, the, all that emergency The emergency. Yeah. He was drinking the emergency. He put on his diapers. He did all he had to do. He made it to every, <laughs> he made it to, he made it to every goddamn episode. And I was so, I was so fucking proud of him. So we're like, guys, okay, here it is. We're setting the date. Anthony's episode. Here it is today. That motherfucker's sick. <laughs> he missed his own episode. Oh, ah. this was his episode? Yeah. I guess that he still wins. He put no. He put too much money in disinfectant. He left some money out for the huggies. And now he missed his episode, and that's his shot. Bang! Pew, next time. 
<laughs> did the episode have a date on it? No, now I'm like his lawyer. Hang on a yeah. second. Because technically, the man kept his word. Before you defend him too much, we are kind of coaching you here as maybe his Armenian replacement. So don't go too heavy on that man. Oh, no. Bring him back and let's shit on him in person. <laughs> <laughs> I think poor Anthony's the only person who misses an episode and even the guest turns on him. <laughs> Every time. That's uniquely reserved for him. <laughs> that uniquely reserved for him. He's going right. to be like, dude, these fucking guys. I love it. How you guys been handling the spring forward with the time thing? Oh, dude. I'm telling you, man. That always gets me because mm. it doesn't... There's things that automatically change, like your phone, your computer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you got a clock on the wall, it's like a digital clock. Those mm-hmm. things will change automatically. But mm-hmm. then there's things that... Your car, car your, your watch, car, if you have My one. stove. The washing my car, machine. My car mm-hmm. didn't change. Yeah, mine neither. And then my stove didn't change. And I don't know about you guys, but the stove <laughs> clock, for some reason... <laughs> That's the one. That's the, the go-to. fucking clock. It's the law. <laughs> I know. That's like the constitution of clocks. Why is the stove <laughs> clock always the clock that you use for everything? Not the but, phone. Not the one yeah. that synchronizes to a satellite yeah. every second. I think it's because people are dumb enough to think shit. it's gas powered. Like, yeah. oh, that one's never going to go out. I was so confused. I came downstairs. I was like, wait a second. Is it 9.30 or is it 8.30? And I'm looking and I'm like, oh, it's fucking 9.30. Yeah. So I did that same juggle that, am I late? Am I early? Am I late? Am I early? Ten times because I didn't set my car and I kept forgetting because it was very <laughs> early in the morning and I had my coffee yet. So I kept like driving like 95 miles an hour thinking i was an hour late and i'm like oh oh and i go back to 65 <laughs> and then i get into the song and i'm like oh, fuck. <laughs> i drove like a crack at the whole way to work it was not good dude I so was, surprising he pulled over when i when i was driving to work that morning i i had to be like at this work. morning or, or yeah so I, I i had to be at work like see that's that's how much it's fucked me up how much heroin are you on <laughs> no. well no no, no. Y- yesterday <laughs> no, no, morning no, no. I, I had to be at work yesterday morning on, on sunday oh and, okay. um so i was driving and i i kept like i would see that the clock on my car was wrong and then i would go to try to change it but the those motherfuckers at mazda will not let you <laughs> change the clock while the car is moving it's kind of rude oh, to speak no. ill of mazda oh, with the Toyota coronavirus does. news yeah i switch buddy <laughs> I didn't have that I, problem. I, I, Mazda I, specific. Yeah, I, I, I love their product, love the car. It will not let you change the clock while the car is moving. So I would pull up to the stoplight and then get, it's literally like three levels of fucking menus deep just to change the clock in this oh, car man. for some fucking reason. Oh, so man. I would get down to the, to the menu or whatever and then the light would turn green and I would go... <laughs> and then it would like gray out all the options and boot me back to the home screen yeah See, I bet you there's a physical button in that car that you don't Did know you? about, because that's yeah. what happened to me. There's not. Secret buttons. There's you think not. there's not, but there's always Sebastian. Know. The mechanic, the... <laughs> he gets <laughs> his greasy pile out there one second. <laughs> there's a button. Yeah, got classic case of your old button. <laughs> Were you able to change the clock before you made it to work, or did you just give up and wait? I, I just gave up okay. and yeah, I changed it up <laughs> I was like, man, I wonder if he got like at a <laughs> really fight. long light or something, or you're in the Starbucks drive-thru or some shit like that. Nope. Ooh, that's good time for that kind of stuff. You're like, oh, I can get Dude, it right now. I had a rough-ass thing on my car the other day. I almost had a nervous breakdown. I was going to cash a check and get a, a cashier's check made at a bank, doing some banking stuff. What the fuck? Who uses cashier's checks? I had to, I had to get one to What are you using it for? There I had are, to get one for a down payment. Are on, you buying yeah, a live. home, maybe? There's things that require it. So anyways, I'm just doing this. And uh, so I go to the bank, and when I... I see the low tire symbol when I go to the bank. Of, oh. I didn't even think about it. I go outside walking out from the bank, tire's flat. And now I got all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, tire's flat. So I do the spare thing, switch it over, find a tire shop, puddle it over to the tire shop. They're like $10 to fix a spare or fix your flat. I was like, dang, that's hecka cheap. Freaking 
give the guy uh, 20 at the end. They did it in like 20 minutes. Have you ever had that? It's like yeah, 10, $10 I, 20 yeah, minutes. I went to this spot in Salinas too on the east side. They put free leather, leopard print in there for me. It was awesome. <laughs> there you go. Is that so how you got the switch out your car? rims yeah. for like big chrome ones? Yeah. Nice. And then like, you changed the clock on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> his yeah, car. and then they changed it back. No, for honestly, you. for me, I had that little like confusion this morning. I was like, Oh no, it's twelve thirty. Oh, it's, it's eleven thirty. Oh, oh, like I. Yeah. So it's that gave me like an anxiety. extra hour, which made me procrastinate longer as usual. <laughs> but I actually yeah. okay. Two things I don't know. One is like which one's the real time. Mm. Like, are we in the real time now, yeah. <laughs> or is like last week the real time? Where's that last lost hour go? I don't know, cause I think I mean like, cause like twelve is supposed to be, at noon is supposed to be like the sun's right above you, right? Yep. Oh yeah. So yeah. like, which one of these times is it that? Is it the spring? They're all wrong. They're I, all yeah, they're all I, wrong I think it's oh, good to know. No. I, stay, I stay indoors a lot, so that sun don't do shit I, for I, me. I, my understanding is that like it it gets progressively more wrong, and then daylight <laughs> savings time kicks in, and then they boot it got back it, the other direction, it, it. and then it like that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I like this stupid. time better because yeah, like definitely. it gets dark later, yeah. and I'm a no, night owl. Dude. Can, can yeah. we pitch See, this? I'm all about are you night owl or fallback time, dude? But hang on, are you a night owl or morning person? Uh, I don't. It doesn't really. I'm both. I smoke a lot of crack, but I love it. <laughs> you can do that early. It's I, yeah. time. There's no time yeah. for that. <laughs> can I just say, instead of daylight savings, how about we have like just half the year where it's nighttime during the daytime and daytime during the nighttime? That'd be crazy fun. I mean, right? we basically, yeah, just <laughs> by one you? hour, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess not that severe, but eventually, right? Have crazy you, ass you, year. Have you heard Hours of, are all messed up. Have you Everything's heard of topsy-turvy. Finland? I think that's how <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. rather live, honestly. That's Dude, why yeah. I like this time, because I'm a night guy. Yeah. I, I feel like the nighttime's my time. Yeah, that's what I'm talking so about. So I'm like, the later it becomes night, even better. Everybody else falls asleep, and now I have, like, I'm a vampire. I'm yeah. ready yeah. to, like, Now I can run exist. the town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all get to have fun as hell, and the farmer's got to pick potatoes at night. I don't give a shit. Let's do this. This is a good plan. So, dude, we're talking about things going forward, things going back things moving around and uh we want to talk about the stock market this right segue now. almost applies wow. except it's all going down this is a professional I have lost fucking thousands of dollars. don't talk about the stock market <laughs> <laughs> I don't no like but the it's stock just market. it's just uh, By really, fear, it's really interesting to see yeah. just how things like the coronavirus and stuff like that can affect the economy and can i just say i'm investing in a lot of u.s based indexes so it's a great time to invest in your local businesses go out there shopping go down to buy a boat go down to buy a house i don't like, so the, many face. To buy. I like the face you're making while you're this is please this. buy stuff america face yeah. you all yeah. you get like a please. willem dafoe type face sometimes <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen listen america who is that <laughs> i mean you is that your will i messed it up <laughs> I, I got coronavirus and now it sounds like a crack <laughs> is that what it does too <laughs> Kill Spider Man. <laughs> That's all I can do. Symptom now. number yeah. twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Willem Dafoe impressions go to shit. Oh no, yeah, sir, you are lost. You are dead to this world. No, but dude, it's yeah, it's been taking it's a been dip. Big, big ass dump. Right. Well, dipping, the dip of the overall market is like ten percent at most, but which is still off record Yeah, highs. it's a lot. So it's not too much it's compared to like certain day, co- like. But think about like certain categories. Like yeah, you look at like cruises, airlines, airlines bro. Versus. These things are down like sixty percent. Oil Crazy. too, dude. Like buy it, <laughs> <laughs> buy it yeah, for real. <laughs> Wait a minute, and then see where it's going. It. No, yeah. but I mean, no, honestly, Delta, they survive. Do you really that think that like quadruple? But in a week. do you really think that like Delta Airlines is going to go out of business in the next no. few years? Like people still have business, they have I'll, jobs. I'll, they I'll have, tell you yeah. what will happen. They'll It'll do pause. Some, they'll do some tricky financing. There'll be some smart mergers to bank assets yep. to weather a storm, and then they'll triple back and they'll get rid of a lot of those toxically low stocks that way. But there's some opportunities. You're right. Uh, that, well, I think I'm, that will lead to some people being like. This is our Bloomberg hour of the podcast, by the way. <laughs> He paid for it, and he did, he stopped running, but we still got to do this for him. So <laughs> yeah. he pre-bought this time like months ago. Yeah, and 
I, you know what was weird too is today uh, oil prices hit like the lowest they've been. I and think they were saying like since the Gulf Dude, War. I, I washed something. my car in Whoa. oil today. It was awesome. <laughs> it was so cheap. It's everywhere. It's great. It's yeah. falling from the sky. It's, it's, like, it's like a charcoal face mask, but it's just oil yeah, in your dude. car. You're like, oh, oh yeah. I've never it's driven so fast in my life. He's like, I put yeah. oil in my Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> I opened the battery and I was like, "Here you go." I paid for Twenty oil changes in all my neighbors' Teslas. <laughs> yeah, you put it in the front trunk. <laughs> trunk. Or, yeah, I just front. store it. You store oil. Just fill yeah. it up with oil. In the front. I use a Tesla for mobile oil sales. There you go. Genius. <laughs> I just have five gas tanks in the back. I'm just carrying it around. We just around. started a business, guys. Let's go to See, Shark Tank. Tesla this doesn't need great. to fight big oil. They need to partner up with big oil. <laughs> we could be your biggest transporter. <laughs> we need to join forces. Yeah. We, someone call Elon. Let him know. This is great. That would be so oh. fucked if it was an electric semi driving. Gas. Like an oil tank yeah, on the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would. We're being efficient. <laughs> You're. It, you, you know we're going to see that. In oh, the next, yeah. Like, Check years. this out. So there was a UFC fight uh, that happened this past weekend. Most people are familiar the Adesanya Romero card. Uh, there was a the women's fight, the straw weight title fight. Ooh, what's uh, straw weight? That's the weight class. That's yeah. No, it's but what are the weight four. classes? Yeah, I, like, I, I really one, don't know because I've never heard of twenty five. I really can't. I, I really like can't pronounce her name. I think it's Joanna. Andrejic. Andrejic. Yeah. The, the first one silent. You got to check Andrzejczyk. it out if you haven't looked at it yet. She look at the before and after photos. It was an amazing. Oh, that's fight. the same person. Yes. Yeah. I that's, that's the same. Fucked up. Yeah. They're showing me a side by side right now. That's the same. Her thirty minutes later. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Fight. She looks like a Cleon from Star Trek. But here's what's oh crazy. God. Here's what's most impressive about that. It takes them four hours to put on that Cleon makeup. It only took Zhang Weili twenty five minutes. Bye, 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 bye. I think no you, materials, you no resources. Idea. You should tell like the producers at like Hollywood, like yeah. just beat up your actresses. Yeah, just like, these mix. <laughs> why even tell them? Yeah, why you mix media when you can do no media? Yeah. Bye, bye, bye. You don't need Star to tell Trek, Hollywood you're barely to beat conscious. Up yeah. So how long did that take? That was like a five fight. five minute rounds, yeah. twenty five oh minutes. That's that not even the end. Fight. That's not even the end. Actually, it got slightly worse than that. Okay. There is some. She got like that's like in the she middle. She got punched in. Well, oh, she still floor. looks great, honestly. Oh no, she doesn't. Yeah, I like that look. It got really big. She when got she opens her mouth big, it makes really the small. hematoma look smaller. What's so a that's a smart look. Is it like the forehead? When she got punched in the forehead. Wait, what's like a hematoma? Small. Internal it's, bleeding. It's the blood swelling. It's oh, like it's a blood swelling. Yeah, yeah it's like a hemorrhage. So she got hit right in the forehead, and then her forehead started to swell, and then she kept getting hit there, and then she grew two foreheads. And it just got really <laughs> it bad. So bad. It it's was an amazing fight though, before. and she like seriously. she put in a fantastic. She still with that on her head. Yeah. She's still like yeah, yeah. Like if she I was had still like, fighting, God. it's like insane, dude. She has she has. If she's I had a, a hematoma the size of a nickel, I'll quit my job. Yeah. Why? I wouldn't keep punching and fighting the world champion <laughs> if I had a hematoma the so size she, of a nickel on my knuckle. I would stop. Yeah. This girl was just. She kept punching it. Oh, we don't need to keep talking about it because it was brutal and it hurt my eyes to see it. But oh, man, yeah. Sorry, oh like... <laughs> man. So we just wanted to soften you up a little bit with some lovely it was, media. It was, this is called World this Star Hip Hop on yeah, me in yeah. like a tenth yeah. of a second. I love it. Yeah, we're just TMZing it up for a second, man. Let's we're goofing it, off here because we want to get into you. You're our let's guest. Let's do it. And honestly, this is kind of nice because we've hung out a couple of times, but I don't know your whole backstory. So let's start into it, man. How did you get into comedy? Like, what's what's your start? So what's your origins? Give us a little background, man. You, to be honest, my uh-huh. family's really funny. Like, they're oh, just okay. silly 
silly, stupid. Like we'll. Tell, I've heard you say this. Before, like yeah. they really are. They just they're silly, and it's like That's they're awesome. always making fun of each other. And That's sick. It's kind of brutal for people who don't know, know what's happening. Right. You <laughs> walk in, they're like, "Holy crap!" Like people are so mean to each yeah. other. Divorce is coming. Like, they've said some rough stuff. <laughs> yeah, but we're just. I mean, it is mean, but yeah. it's <laughs> funny. It's funny. But yeah, I don't know. They're just really funny. So I always got into comedy, and then like growing up, I just always knew it's just something I really wanted to do. And it seemed feasible to you. Like, yeah. Dang, how how deep am I? Do I have as deep as you want? As deep as you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, no, this yeah. isn't like I don't know. To... Okay, so there was like a comedy bit that I saw from George Carlin, which was like, oh, okay. and that was really like powerful. So okay. I realized because what I realized was he was saying some stuff that I agreed with, uh -huh. but he they was la there was laughter in the audience, okay. and laughter was like something I understood, you know. Mm. So it was like, oh, then I had to go to college. So I was like, just go to college and then figure it out. What did you go to college for? When UC Santa Cruz, I did a math major. Did you do nice. any like kind of theatrical stuff while you were there, or you was know, it strictly I did, business? I did, I did, I did like mm. a um, like on the spot, which was like a local TV but show. Some, yeah. So it was like Saturday Night Live, but uh, like four people watched. Right, but, like written like, <laughs> public access, or something. but like, like I wouldn't write though, for it. Right? Yeah, they, people would write skits, and I was talent. Sick. So I would like do whatever. Like I was like Michael Jackson once. I was like, that's dope. Like That's funny. I was Michael yeah, Jackson so, sixteen times. So, one guy was obsessed. It's so easy to do. <laughs> I have long answers. So, so, <laughs> 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 yeah. That's really cool. Grab your crotch and yeah. down. Yeah, and yeah. So then I decided. Yeah, so it was fun. I mean, and then I didn't do anything until I graduated. Then it took me still a long time. So then I knew I'm like I gotta start comedy, but I wouldn't do it. Because it was like so like that pressure that first time. I just put it, it on myself. It seems like a big thing. Yeah. You know what it is? It's like I, you guys are funny people in real life, you know, which is different than like you've met comics who are funny on stage and they're hilarious and killers, but they're yeah. just calmer and like not a, they're just on slightly more plan. serious on yeah. in real life, you know. But you guys are like silly funny guys already. Yeah, that's the drugs. I'm the same way. It helps, right? <laughs> it's like yeah. I'm the same way, but I always knew that that's not the same thing as doing comedy. Yeah. You know, whereas like I think other people go into it the other way. They're like, "Oh, if I'm funny, I could do it." I just knew it was so different. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, see, so I've, that tripped me out a lot. I'm, I'm right there with you cuz I I've only gone up and actually performed on stage like three or four times and the first time it was like Anthony and these guys kept trying to get me to to go up like, "Oh, you're so funny, you're so funny." What or, you know, you or they would say like oh like the story that you told would be really good on stage and it was that same thing of just like oh like i don't know how to fucking translate this to to like a format that would work you know like because it's just like sitting around and talking to your friends like it is kind of different from going yeah. up on stage and like yeah that's that was a huge kind of obstacle sebastian's slipping into a phantom of the open mic scenario i'm trying to discourage him from doing that you gotta get out there again <laughs> bud you got you can do it you got this <laughs> but yeah no it's definitely different like i noticed one one comedy special that super changed my perspective of comedy and the performance of it 100 and hate on me if you want to but bo burnham make happy did you see that why would yeah. i hate on you Okay, so I have other reasons, but this is yeah, not one of them. That's not the reason I hate you at all. <laughs> You've done such egregious things to me. The fact that you would humiliate me by making this. Uh. Is yeah, so Bo Burnham make happy. He has that part in it where he goes, "This thing is rehearsed to the word, to the gesture." Boing. And oh like, yeah, yeah. He points at arrow and a noise. Art makes. is a lie. Nothing is real. Yeah. Very memorable. Yeah. So yeah. loved that whole thing. I was like, okay, you don't have to be that guy who's funny in the moment every time. You can, if you're funny in the moment, you can bring that out any time. But I don't want to be lacking something if. A, a, someone with a just a good mind or just a sharp mind and a little bit of patience can sit there and craft something miraculous by actually building into it and building elements and and crafting and working it and not relying on just someone spilling their drink on their blouse and being like oops and be like oh look at this bitch she wet as fuck you know like thick. <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing here's the thing that crushes at a bar but <laughs> it's not what I, it's not what I want to do you know so it's like I don't know I, I like the idea of 
of having like a perspective and a, a thing to change you. The thing with Carlin, having something that like made you laugh, but you were thinking about what was said and that like stuck with you. It shows you, you it's not just comedy. It's like the way that comedy is delivered is also important. Yeah, because it That's was cool always thing. philosophy. I mean, I mean, it was always given though. Like mm-hmm. think about your upbringing, oh, yeah. right? It was always like, you know, there's society, whatever it's doing. And then the comic that would come out and be like, did you hear that? You know, set, mm-hmm. you know, it was like the topic of. In, in the 90s, the the king of news came right after the news when the talk show host of The Tonight Show came on. And they talked about the issues of the day. They would joke about with everybody. And that was a perspective people wanted to settle into because the news was scary or bad or whatever. There was... But the comedian was funny. You were laughing about it. That's who you want to hear about stuff from. Yeah. And I, used to, I grew up on Jay Leno, man. That's like formed a shit. I was yeah, going to say. There, I steal all everybody's jokes. Was, I'll cut you all out of any show I'm on. There was there was like <laughs> such a huge portion of my life where I grew up just like watching like Jay Leno or like The Daily Show or, mm-hmm. or whatever after yeah. that. And it's just like that was like when I was younger, that was like how I got my news because I didn't want to watch the real news because it was fucking depressing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And that's why we're all brainwashed, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for funny. real, I did too, honestly. So, no. so after the 10 hours, oh, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, uh, so after you started, what was like your start like? Where did you start? Like what area was it? Was it here locally or? That was actually in Santa Cruz. Wait, you were going to say something? No, you're good. I got my start. I, I started actually, okay, so <laughs> it took me a, f- a long time to actually decide to get on stage. I did it for like, for one year, I decided just write funny moments that oh, happened. Okay, okay. So I did that. My, no- my f- notes are like full of just like Super random prepared. thoughts, but it was all stuff that like I said in real life. Because remember, my whole dilemma was like, I, I don't know how to bring like yeah. funniness to the stage. So I was like, just write it down then. And so like that took care of the writing. Uh-huh. And then I didn't do shit for a while. And then, <laughs> Were you actually going back and reading through your notes during this time? No, I wouldn't even go on stage. I just had no intention of going on stage. I was just going to take notes. You're just writing down your own lyrics at this point. Record funny things <laughs> that has been said, you know? Yeah. And, then, and then shit went down to my family, okay? <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was brought to my lowest of the lows oh, in yikes. the world. And kind of coming out of that, that's when I got into comedy for real. You're like, might as well. I'm alive. Let's it's, do this. It's not. Yeah, it was more like not, like how much worse could it get? Like, yeah. th- it was like all that fear was gone already. Because like, I was like, bro. Yeah. I mean, I was so disillusioned. Like in my real job, I like teach kids math. So I was using the board and I'm thinking to myself, like, this is how disillusioned I was. I'm like, I'm sitting here talking about numbers on a wall to a child. <laughs> this is my life. Like, that's how fucking, like, I was yeah. over everything. You yeah. know what I mean? So I was like, go do comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something for you. <laughs> you deserve it. You know? Take a So day. that's when I decided to, like, fully go in. And that's I really it. didn't give a shit by then. But I it, it came with the help of, with, like, a lot of my friends. They really, that's I had told them for, like, a year or two. I was like, this is going to happen. Like, here's dope. what I want. And they were all like, do it, do it. And first time I did comedy was at an open mic. Okay. But it was, like, at The Poet, but not on a Monday. Oh. So Poet and the Patriot is a pub in Santa Cruz. There's open mic there every Monday, yeah, yeah. which is for comedy. Regular, yeah. But other nights, there's like other open mics. So I went to the general one because my friend, his friend ran that room. Oh, okay. So he had like lined it up for me. I was like, okay, fine. So we get there and I'm like, are you going to introduce me? Because I had seen the Monday ones. He's like, no, bro, I told you how this is. Like, <laughs> you're on your own. So I was like, okay. Cause, and you know, in like open mics, those like singers, they go up and set yeah. up and they're like, be peaceful to one another. Yep. Like, yep. I was like, okay, whatever. So I go up. I'm like, had to there's the a, next 10 minutes. basically, yeah. I, could, I mean, I could have just done that. <laughs> so I go up and I'm like, uh, there was an open mic for comedy last night. So I showed up today. <laughs> and that was like the first joke I ever and said on stage. And it. everybody was like, okay, fine. And he's like, that's funny already. And I was like, good. All right. I'm an expert now. Let's go. 
and I just did like a long fucking set. I did like ten minutes. Sick. Which if I listen back, it is like eighty percent got laughs, which is that's like dope. solid for like a brand new set. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I was like shocked, man. That's like that's the good motivation right out the gate. That'll get you going for a while. Yeah, and like, then oh, I after works. that I did like then I chose to do the real Monday. Okay. And then I did that. That went really well. So that gave me the balls. I was like, let's go to Rooster Tea Feathers. Yeah. Right away. You were like, let's get I exposure. didn't know anything, bro. Yeah, everybody like, needs I to was see like, this, this is how face. it is. This is right how now. it's got to be, man. Yeah. I saw like some random interview with Pitbull. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he, he just, <laughs> that, that's where I got my no, inspiration. Fuck George Carlin. This guy knows what's up. <laughs> no, but, like they asked Pitbull. They're like, what? Because they're talking about like the teachers he grew up with and stuff and what inspired him. He's like, some teacher told him the biggest risk in life you take is no the biggest risk in life is the one you don't take i'm so glad and i was like pitbull <laughs> like thank you so as soon as he did that i like emailed roosters i was like take you the risk Karag. this alita podcast <laughs> i'm so glad your inspirational quote from pitbull wasn't dale i was waiting man, for it <laughs> but i swear it's like i get random like pop culture hey man you can't break the rules if you don't know what they are yeah, yeah so i don't know so i decided to do roosters from roosters i got Immediately booked for some show in Tommy T's, mm, mm, mm. which is like a com- comedy, Another club. comedy club. That was cool. And then I booked it for a year. I like worked. <laughs> you actually booked for a year? Your first no, no, year? no, no. I didn't book comedy for a year. I like left for a year. <laughs> I disappeared. But I disappeared. <laughs> but it wasn't really a year. It was like four months because I had work over the summer. You have a bad sense of time. <laughs> Whatever. And then once after that, I decided to go. For, it was like a few months after that in like April. I like nice. went full f- full force, yeah, haven't stopped. Back. Now it's like weekly. Yeah, I was going to say, what led you to get your show going that you have? I mean, I've done it a few times. Anthony's been on it. It's, it's a really fun oh, yeah, show. Oh, yeah, put the show get. while you're at it, too. Oh, yeah. Come to my show, everybody. Santa Cruz Mountain Brewing Wednesdays at, in air quotes, 8. Because <laughs> I just lie to everybody. Yeah. It starts at eight thirty. All right, yeah. just show up at eight. Yeah. God damn it! I don't want to hear you talk. No, it's super. Come fun. drink, enjoy, and then yeah. we start. It's really cool because you have like a unique showcase, and that it's kind of outside, but it's also say, not outside. I, I haven't been there, but I've seen the pictures. So it's like you're out of this like yeah. barn kind of, it's and really like people cool, are standing man. outside in front of it. Like, it's kind of like a. It's basically a brewery, and you're literally in front of this micro. What is it? It's called a brewing. All the tanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's but the warehouse essentially yeah. it's like a tiny little warehouse that fits like one forklift that gets in and out Hang and on. you can see the beer being made so that's like our backdrop and then you're yeah. facing the audience which is technically an outdoor space and then they have a gazebo that they covered it up with yeah. so it's like a it's like an outdoor patio that's covered. And they so got those space yeah. heaters. Space heaters for w- yeah. like the winter. It's, it's really like nice Roman Coliseum meets Tennessee Trailer Park? No, Tennessee. Just good part of Tennessee. <laughs> it's really nice like when it's when it's The hot tub thing outside. threw me. I was like, yeah. the hot tub? No, no uh, it's good. It's got a forklift. No, it's a awesome good part show, of Tennessee. Dude. Thank um, you, man. Yeah, it, I think it's a really, I mean, it took me a while. So I actually started it, I mean, I was a few years into comedy. I, already, I did want to do a show already. Uh-huh. And then Molly shows up to the scene. And Molly, you guys have met Molly? Oh, Molly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. She's been on the show, yeah. Yeah, so she's, like, very funny. Yeah. And I, like, just good energy, right? So oh, I was like, super. So we decided to start a show together. I was like, she wants to start a show, I want to start. I was like, let's do it, let's do it, let's do uh. it. That same night, we're hanging out. We decide to go to the Asti, which is the bar, after we perform at Rosie's. And then we went there. And I swear to God, the bartender from Santa Cruz Mountain Brewing was like, hey, oh, hey, because she had seen us from a previous show. And she's like, you guys should do a show at my place. Dang, at, just at like Santa that. Cruz Mountain Brewing. This is the universe, all right? <laughs> if you didn't believe in Jesus, Vishnu, any of this, this is, is one of those moments. A lot of things in my life happen like this, man. It's like, Dude, I, yeah, it's like I tried to disbelieve everything. And then it's like everything just lines up. I'm like, you know what? Buddha, 
you got this one, I guess. Like, <laughs> I just pick a different deity every, each week. I'm like, whoever did this one, thank whoever you. I'm just grateful. Down. Maybe it's just chance, but I'm grateful for chance, honestly. Chance yeah. the rapper helps me yeah. so much. Dude, I tried to renounce my white privilege, yeah. and then a cop handed me a 20, and I was like, I'm so sorry, I repent. Did it work? <laughs> yeah, I got my 20. It worked. I didn't yeah. have to repent. I just repented afterwards, just in case. White privilege is fickle. This is a thing I learned. Yeah, I get it if I don't talk, and I'm really far away. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, I You're get all, close and meet you. You do the widest hand wave you can do. Like, oh, well, our meaning is sideways look, We can, some are passable-ish, some are more yeah. Middle Eastern looking. I don't know where I am. I'm like, I'm like again, I could be Italian if I don't talk. I something. could, I go. can literally pull off any kind of white person. You can go, <laughs> you can go, Redneck you can go the most fringe white. Manhattan yep, looks just like me. Oh yeah, you All look like kids. you run like a jewelry store. I look There's like a video I have white. of a dude that's just another white guy, but he's so far in the di- off in the distance in the video that you can't actually tell if it's he's Cameron ten feet or away. Not. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It looks exactly like Cameron. If you watch the video, you're like, that's you, it's not him. But that, it's that's any him. guy who's under six feet tall from behind who's white. <laughs> I look like him. I look like him, man. Yep. I got it. I'm like the I, that Mission Impossible thing where like they do the mask and like every five seconds they have a new mask on. I can do that without the mask. Like I can just like look from a different angle, like wink a little bit. I'm, a, I'm your uncle now. Like bang, over here, I'm your dad. They should. <laughs> you're like Mike Myers. You can, oh, <laughs> oh don't do that to me. You're Doctor Evil and Austin Powers. <laughs> yeah, you just blend in anywhere. That's so funny. And Shrek. Also, I might have Bell's palsy. Not <laughs> <laughs> ah, that would suck. So. Yeah, I mean, go see his show Wednesdays, 8.30, he said. Santa Cruz Mountain Brewing. Honestly, you know what? Actually, one thing I do want to say, it's a lot of good talent comes through. So I really, I'm like impressed by the amount of people that come through. And it's weekly. So here's some insight as like a comedian versus a producer. Mm -hmm. Literally ask. (laughs) Ask. Do you want to be on? Ask. Because like, like it's hard to book shows. You hear that, people? Like, just ask about it. No, just ask to get on. But like, obviously... Yeah, I think I asked you. I was like, "Hey, man, can I come through?" And you're like, "Yeah, dude." Because I try. Yeah. You know, it's like if you ask me, I'm like, "I'm gonna. Get, I'm not gonna be like, no. It's a weekly yeah. show. You can come <laughs> on, but who, please, I hope no comics are listening to this podcast. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell anybody. If guys, you are not in the scene, don't tell if you're not listening. To if this. you are within a hundred miles radius right now, just. But, do it. but for real, if you're in Kansas, like leave. Like Kansas, ask your producers out there. You know, but just around here, maybe leave me alone. That's not a California thing. I just realized what I did to myself. Yeah, never mind. Don't ask, guys. Yeah, don't never ask. Shit. I can't believe you wrapped up that plug so nice and tight. Like, hey, hold on, we gotta stop because I just gotta mention. Don't. Everybody ask. hit me up. <laughs> God damn it! Don't ask. Never That's mind. So funny, dude. But I try to. My point is, I mean, I definitely book out the headliners way ahead of time. So don't ask to be a headliner. Yeah, <laughs> unless yeah, you yeah. are a headliner. <laughs> but um, like I, especially locals, I definitely try to rotate out the locals a lot. There's so give many, them a shot. Yeah. The hard then, thing is though, you can bring locals too much, right? Cause no, because there's enough. They're, oh yeah, you got bigger stations. In Santa, Santa Cruz, yeah, in Santa yeah, Cruz, yeah. we have a lot. That's true. I didn't think about that. Actually. They, act, yeah, they're, everyone's <laughs> disposable. I'm just yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. Speaking of that, <laughs> we're too know, much. Speaking of that, we're used to. We're more used to like the Monterey, Salinas type crowd. There's still. And you're six, more used yeah. to, I would say, Santa Cruz kind of northern, like Bay, like San Jose crowd. What do you notice about like the regions where the audience or crowd you might have to do? something different on stage that may not be your normal set like what do you have types? to kind of guide your set to be a little more funny to those type of people do you recognize audiences yeah types do you, at all? you get better like... over time honestly after you see a different enough rooms mm. you start picking up on what people like 
So it's like some rooms you can tell it's like okay, and you can also gauge it on the previous comics that went up. So yeah, uh, yeah that's when you first start, none of this makes sense. You yeah. just show up and you're like, "What's my name?" Yeah, like yeah. so like. But after a while, I think you can just try to pay attention to the room. You could pick it up because you'll see some people more like political humor, some people more like you know just oh someone's literally doing like more physical comedy on stage and that's working really well with the crowd yep. so you can really read the room that way mm-hmm. I, I had an incident of that I, we did a show at this uh, place called sports tavern and it was me and mike and <laughs> he's, been, he's he's been to the sports tavern. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we Where's go there uh, uh, julian's Salinas. old show in Salinas. oh yeah yeah I've been there. So, so we go there this one night and it was actually one of the better nights for the sh- for the place but i'm in there and i start going through and i got a couple quick story a couple quick zingers and some stories like short short set i go through the quick zingers everyone hates them Everyone's staring at me like, why is oh, this guy? Oh, I know. It's the worst feeling. Womp womp. Yeah. It's like, I wrote this. It's so well written. Well, and like the stuff been working. <laughs> so I was like, man, this was just a down night for this. But I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to do the rest of my set. I, as soon as I go into the stories, everybody's loving it up. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why did I suck a dick That's for a three minutes? So I go up to Michael. I'm like, dude, cut your bullshit jokes. Just tell stories. People want to remember what you said or what you yeah. talked about. Stories do that. They're like, oh, my yeah. God, your uncle's this or your this is this. It's yeah. like you can bring them in in your life or mm. even if you're making a point, like some sort of statement, that's still like you're saying something more than jokes. Yeah. See, I use stories to tell ex-partners about STD possibilities. That's impressive. I'm you like, bury it in I'm there. I'm like, hello, it's been a while since we have a talk. Are you ready for a tale? <laughs> and they're like, what is this about? I'm like, is your groin a fire? <laughs> and the story begins. <laughs> I, did, I did consult my local witch doctor. No, but for real, I mean, the crowds are, that's the type of differences in the crowds, well, what they expect yeah. from comedy. Even in Santa Cruz, different rooms are different. Yeah. So some, like Bocce's is oh, a room yeah. you want stories. You want to be real with the people because they're mm-hmm. right there. Where it's like a bigger room where you have like a stage, you can be more theatrical. Yeah. You can get into more like. When you go to Bocce's, try, try nudity. It goes what, well. C- can no, I no. ask what, what you find works better at your show specifically? Like, is there anything that you think kind of. Like... So, my show, it's different for me than it is for the comedians. Yeah, definitely. So, for me, I have stopped doing material as often as possible. <laughs> And I'm really, and I'm forcing myself to yeah. exercise that muscle right now because yeah. I'm like, that's all I've ever wanted to be able to just be funny on the spot on stage. Yeah. Which again is a diff- is the hardest thing. It took me like three years to circle back to actually being confident enough up there to try this route. Yeah. Where other people start that way, maybe they start with crowd work and move ahead. But that's what it is for me. It's like in the beginning, if I'm not ign- like ign- and then I could do set material in between, but I have to engage the audience. Yeah. And then for the actual, you know what? There, they listen to everybody. So it's like. If you engage, they'll love it. If you don't, they'll love it. They're, I mean, is no, it, it's, how it's, different is it for you there? Than um, I remember there? the first time I was there, I, I was remember I was doing a set. It was kind of I was kind of being a little more mellow, like low key with my material. And then when you came up to be like, give it up for him, like we got they got like a loud oh cheer God, and yeah. clap. And so like, here's what happened. He performed very calm, literally this energy. Like, it was yeah, just super yeah. chill. And the audience was also just quietly watching. Okay. And then he gets off, and I'm like, give it up one more time for him. Michael Booth. Michael Booth. Everyone <laughs> listened to that name. Michael Booth. And then they literally were like, Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it got, like, louder near the yeah. end. People started having sex in the back. It was insane. No, it was, oh, like, no, really, no, they, no. it was, like, it was, like, they really wanted him to know how well like he they were did. enthusiastic. They were yeah. in love with him. 
It was cool. It was that's sick. Guy. That's super sick. It was and like cool. Yeah. Broke you like you going with building Rudy claps? Those are the bombs. It was just very unexpected. And then, uh, yeah. They the gave times, him the confidence he needs. The times I've been there, it's just been, yeah, the crowd's been really attentive. And it's like younger people. So you can, you know, feel like you can talk about kind of whatever you want. And See, I think that's what I've realized. It's more in our head than it is in the audience. Oh, super. Always, but also, dude. no, there is actual certain crowds where you're it, like, that's not going to work. I, I went to, uh, what's that name? Uh, your Place. I went to that the first time they ever did it. That's the only time I've ever been there. It's a place called Your Place, FYI, yeah. guys. <laughs> You're yeah. not gonna. This follow. is the most confusing statement. I've been yeah. to uh, your place, and no one does comedy yeah. in my house. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't come over. Try so, to expect to do a show. There's, there's a restaurant called Your Place. They ran a quick thing there. I went the first time they ran it, and I started telling jokes about online dating, not even thinking about it. I look around. Everyone in that place is over 80 and on a ventilator. I'm like, oh shit. Okay. None of these know. people have been I, dating in years, yeah. much less online. I mentioned Tinder, and they're like, "We don't need a fire; it's hot." I'm like, "Oh, God, yeah." They're it. like, "What are oh, you yeah, talking about?" It's related about? to fire. Well, yeah, That's why the logo. I never made the connection. I'm so stupid. <laughs> see, that joke would have crushed there. So <laughs> we got a "Would you rather?" We don't do these often, but this one was too good. We got to bring it up. So these guys, okay, we we just said the name of the "Would you rather," and they both instantly were like, "Oh, easy." And I'm so offended at the level of ignorance they were ready to show. I'm hoping that you don't also exhibit the same level of ignorance. I think you will. But well, we're, we're, we're going to do think, this, would you rather? You're... He's got so much more grit and tenacity than you. I know that's not going to be the case. <laughs> so Michael, you this. got some grit. Here's I don't know this. about tenacity, but uh, you're pretty grit. He's got grit Gritty. in his beard. Let's get it onto this. Dude, so here's just <laughs> get on with it, okay? <laughs> would you? Is he being bullied right now? Would you? It's not cyberbullying if you can hear me in person. Oh, my gosh. But you just... It's part of the process. Uh. Okay. So, would you rather? This is our second time we've done this. You want to do this one? Actually, this is. You want to oh, now you want me to do it? I'm laughing too much. You introduce <laughs> it. Okay. So, like he said, Sebastian and I thought this is like easy choice, dude. And I want to see what Harag thinks. So, Harag, would you rather be in jail for a year or you lose a year off of your life? So is this? Can do I have questions? Can I ask a question yep. real quick? Let can it I rip. Ch- Let does it, it rip. matter what year I go to jail? Like, can I choose when Ooh. that year happens? Ooh. I think that. Oh, you guys are a bunch of amateurs already, and he's showing you. Cool, 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 cool. Because if I did like a Cheech and Chong thing where it's like yeah. mid career, mid like late to my career, yeah. and then I go that for could be weed. a boost. That could be a boost. Yeah. That you could be yeah. Yeah. street cred. Martha Stewart did yeah. it. Now add that to the to the year of your life scenario. See if it's cooler. Either you die your last year, or what if you died at thirty five? How cool would that be? And then you oh, go wait, back. It doesn't have that feature. Only prison does. Oh, and you just take a year off your life. You, you're not saying you die. You're fucking dead. I would year never. Earlier. Oh my. I would never take a year off. That's my what I'm life. saying. You couldn't do it with the year change. Yeah, you would never. See, I would never take a year off my life. Here's what I'm gonna no do. For, here's what I'm gonna do for a year in jail. Which, by the way, it says jail, not prison. You dumb, you dummy, you dummy. You have your own little condo. Oh my you're god! You have your own little condo in County Lock. It ain't hard at all. It's gonna be a Swedish jail. You're gonna have friends. You're gonna make friends. You're gonna learn how to quilt and sew. You're gonna get ripped out. And when you get out, ugh, have a year to have sex with everyone's girlfriends while they're dead. Ah, prison buff. This is exactly what happened. Kids go to jail so that you can come out. I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna have a Will Smith moment. I'm gonna come out. I'm like seven pounds. It's gonna be amazing. Except I don't die because I went to. Jail Where did Will instead. Smith go? He built a boat or piano or something. He didn't actually go to jail. But okay. I would be like him when I got done in what jail. What about you, Michael? Well, what about your <laughs> I say you take a year off your life. Because your life is pointless, right? Because here's, here's, <laughs> here's my point with this argument. And it'll the, obviously it'll change with different numbers here. Well, let's... 
Let's just say, hypothetically, that I live to be 79. Let's just say that, okay? okay that's fair. I, I feel like that's respectable, okay? You're too tall for those numbers, but okay. Uh, so I live to be 79, right? Yeah. One year out of 79 years... Is 78. Congratulations, Michael. No, I'm just saying, percentage-wise, Yeah. it's only like 1.2% of your life if yeah. you take a year off of it. Yeah. So if you're going to live to be that long, I- I'm okay with losing like 1%. I don't think... I- well, I mean, you're still losing the one percent when you're just doing nothing while you're doing. But it. here's my you're other stuck thing: in jail. You can, yeah, you can also never be in jail and just go when you die and you're sitting there and you're like, you know, That's I never went I to never jail, did, yeah. dude. I'd die a year earlier just to be like, oh, you know I what? I never went to jail. Now. That's what he'll be saying while I'm behind. Achievement unlocked is the when, last thing yep, you when, see. Never when I'm behind him, yep. <laughs> when I'm, what he doesn't know is I get to take his year because I went to prison. <laughs> so I go behind him on his 78th birthday and I go, "Prison strength, bitch!" And I just choke him out. And Rizzy's about to go to sleep all the way. He's like, "Why are you choking me to death?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, not to death." Right cross, bitch, bang. <laughs> <laughs> right cross back again. Is that like a callback? You guys have a yeah, right he, cross situation happening. He's wearing a t-shirt today. <laughs> I wasn't here for this. Train Connor. gain repeat. We didn't the think t-shirt this says train repeat. Yeah. He's wearing a repeat. t-shirt so it's mild. <laughs> if he was wearing a tank top, dude, I'm telling you. This episode would have been entirely different. You would have you probably would have gotten an actual right cross. Right? Like, I'm telling you. You're lucky he's wearing a t-shirt today. And a hat. The hat helps. The hat keeps the light out of his eyes. Keeps it dark for him. <laughs> what do you got, Harag? Take away. First time on the Cowboy Rowdy podcast. First time on the Cowboy Rowdy. It's pretty rowdy. Yeah, I got, got a little extra rowdy this time, I would say. That's, yeah. I bring that into the table. I don't know. What did I learn today? Um, white people can really sneakily sneak in the words manifest destiny. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it rolls off the top. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you're a part of the clan, I guess. <laughs> I think I got inducted today. Just kidding. That's not my real one. That's like the behind <laughs> the scenes one. Real one. The real one. I think good friends. Uh, <laughs> good conversation is yeah, what it was. Good times, yeah. Honestly, I know really what I learned today is how... So uh, people don't see this part, but you in behind the scenes, how organized you guys really are. And it's like, it oh, takes man. a lot of work to make it look like it doesn't take a lot of work. It's really... It's like, I'm sweating right now. Like, I'm sweating. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> it's a little warm in here. We haven't been able to invest in an AC system yet. Yeah. Silent AC is yet to be invented. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> and thanks for uh, Yeah, I'd say my takeaway is it was great to get Harag on the podcast. This guy that we see at Open Mics quite a bit. Um, and, you know, hang out behind the scenes in the back or something, just shooting the shit, talking. Um, it's been great to be on your show. And... He's going to be in the show in Salinas coming up soon. In What's a few the date weeks on there? Here. Catch me uh, in March, March 28th, you can see him. If you enjoy this podcast, come out and see him perform Comedy Live at Bricks and Beer Comedy Night at XL Public House, March 28th, 9 p.m. Be there. It'll be fun. Ooh, I'll be yeah. there. Cameron will be there. Young Bad Name will be there, hopefully, if he's not sick. <laughs> uh, we probably don't want him to be there. <laughs> Nah, he'll yeah. be there. <laughs> he gets his own mic. Yeah. We'll give him two Wash face your masks. hands when you, before you come yeah. to the show. Wash your hands and don't touch Anthony. <laughs> you definitely and especially Anthony. don't touch his face. <laughs> Peace out. Stay hydrated. Which will take it easy, baby girls. Don't forget to check me out on Instagram at cambeasy.berry and YouTube at cbcomedy. I am on Instagram, Seinfeld, S-I-G-H-N-Feld, and also Fuckerberg. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram, everybody, at Harags to Riches. H R A G S to Riches. A regular way to spell it. <laughs> <laughs>
And I'm on Instagram at underscore mboof. Same on Twitter. And then YouTube, Facebook, Michael Booth. And don't forget to check out the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast at Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Instagram. And also the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Facebook and TikTok.